boy DJ Waffles on it. Check it and listen. This is a special interview. You know a special interview if I got flowers and grass and stuff like that. They was like, oh, it's someone important coming today. So we dressed it up <laughs> for this amazing person right now. Thank you. Listen, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, my name's Millie Golightly, um, a.k.a. the British Barbie. I'm just kidding. Nobody actually calls me that. I just call myself that. Um, and I'm here today. This is like my first interview. Yes. So, yeah, it's... Edit it now that this is the first. So listen, let's go into like how you got started making music. Mm-hmm. Because remember you were just telling me you was like you had a desk job and yeah. in the UK and then tell me how did you even get into the music? Um, I knew I wanted to sing from maybe being like eight years old. Okay. Um, but it was like totally off the table as like a realistic career goal for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm Irish, so everybody in my family can sing. So <laughs> my mum was like, whatever, right. like we've got a million of them. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't really like seen as like a special thing. It was just right. it was just a cool thing that my parents <laughs> would have me do at their dinner parties right. for their friends. Um, and then when I was 15, I started writing my own songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up listening to like Gwen Stefani, 50 Cent, mm-hmm. Nelly Furtado, like people like that. So I was like fascinated when Dido did that record with Eminem. Um, Fire, I remember that Yeah, one. and I was like, wow, like she's somebody that looks like me, is from England, in the kind of area of music that I want to go into. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I could really It's feasible do this. now. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, how the hell am I going to get there? You know, I had no idea. So um, I just, I went to college in London. Um, I was in college for like three years. And while I was there, I was doing like small shows. I was playing relatively small shows in London. Um, and then a producer, I met a producer randomly mm. who said, you should start listening to Young Thug. Swear wow, to God. that's crazy. I think I still have that's the email. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, this producer said, I think you should start listening to Young Thug. And I was like, you know, looking at me, you wouldn't think like, oh yeah, like right. start listening to Young Thug. <laughs> but anyway, I did. And I just became so obsessed. Wow. This was in like the SoundCloud time. Like Travis Scott was posting music on SoundCloud mm-hmm. regularly, Tinashe, um, Young Thug. Mm-hmm. So I just really became obsessed with his music and just got my desk job after I left college I, I got a job in London and was just hammering off emails to every producer that lives here and now it's so embarrassing wow. because I know that they know I emailed them <laughs> or I DM'd them or like tweeted them whatever wow and you can't unsend that like it's just that you know um but yeah all of them hit all of them wait so all right so now the, the music gets started so let me ask you this yeah what would have would have been the, the typical job would have been the job that you was working at for what you for what you um, was doing and that would have been and that would have been in, yeah in for you if you didn't do music you probably would have did that well like all of my friends and I'm not exaggerating all mm-hmm. of my close friends are in England they're all doctors and lawyers mm-hmm. like that's that so that would have been the typical life like yeah that's what I my mum is still to this day and she'll watch this and be like. That that's true. To this day, she thinks I'm going to call her and be like, I've changed my mind. I'd like to go to law school. I think she's still holding on to that. <laughs> I think that's a yeah. negative. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the typical, that was the path, you know. Wow. So now you get you get to the U.S., right? Yeah. And tell me how that starts to work for you. Um, well, it wasn't working <laughs> for a minute. And I think my parents were like, but my mum and dad would be on the phone to me every day, like, I don't think this is right. And I'll never forget. I went to see my first Young Thug show. Right. And I called my dad because I was like, "What? I couldn't believe what I'd just seen. And I called <laughs> my dad and I was like, and I met 21 Savage. This is 2016, a high horse tour. Um, 
And I called my parents and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like get in with these people. Do you know what I mean? I was like. Because there's so much going on. Yeah. Right. And like Thug was like three hours late for the show. Do you know what I mean, I was like, oh, what the hell's going on? And my dad was like, okay, fine, you can come home. And he's never said something like that to me. Normally he's so encouraging. And he was like, right. fine, you can come home. And I was like, absolutely not. So I ended up staying and pretty much I followed Jeff around the mm-hmm. tour dates mm-hmm. and then I didn't see him I really didn't see him I went to work with Wheezy for a second but I really didn't see him so he had a show he was opening well he was uh, touring with Drake in the UK mm-hmm. so I sent my parents to have tea with him mm-hmm. um, in London mm-hmm. to meet him and whatever so I wake up from a nap and it's just my mum with Thug like a photo of them like they've just met and in the UK wait wait hold on yeah. I'm so this is yeah. the new this is the new line I'm so confused <laughs> wait a minute wait Millie yeah. Millie wait wait just my parents got in the car drove two hours to go and meet him they went to the Drake concert and they met him and yeah they had tea with them. Yeah. And you wake up, you see a picture with them, and now... It's... I knew it was all going to be fine at that point, because up until that <laughs> point, they thought I'd, like, lost it slightly, because they right. were like, we just don't... They listened to his music, they saw his music videos, right. and they were like, how is this going to work? Um, so, yeah, once I seen the picture with, with him, with them, I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. Okay, so now um, he jobs um, Beautiful Thugger Girls, and you get on two of the songs yeah. on this... And, and the um, mixtape actually went gold. Yeah. And, yeah. like, how do you take this stuff in? Like, you got to understand, like, how you was explaining to us, like, yeah, I went to work with Wayne, this, that, yeah. third. Like, you would do us, like, some cool stuff. And, like, how do you take all that in? Like, hey, yeah, I'm about to work with Doug. I'm about to be on two um, songs. And it goes gold. And I'm just really getting started. Well, the first night I went to record, I walked in and I was at, it was Silent Sounds at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a Friday night. Everybody's... There was like a million people there. I'm pretty sure Lil Baby was there. London was there. I walk in and Future's there recording right. relationships. And I'm just like, oh my God. So I like went off in the loo for a minute because I knew he wanted me to like sing his words right. for right. She Wanna Party. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't quite understand like what, like the accent mm-hmm. yet. You know, right. it was like, I. Gotcha. so he had to take my phone and write the words down so I would be able to understand what to sing. And I think I honestly, I still have the photo. I went to the bathroom at Silent Sounds and took a photo. And, you know, I I couldn't really believe it was happening, to be honest. And then I went in there and I sucked. Like, I was so bad. And um, it was horrible. And I was like, I can't believe that's just happened. But weirdly enough, I think because I was so nervous that right. first night, mm-hmm. I woke up early the next day. I went to go the studio at like five instead of turning up at like 10 and after you've choked i mean the only way is up from there so wait exactly see this is i knew millie had it in her i knew she had it in her so you just went and fixed it yeah it was bloody awful and so i said to him i was like do you mind if i like redo what i did yesterday and that just doesn't really happen in that environment like you do your your thing and that's it and he was like yeah of course and we did family don't matter the next night thank god it was she want a party was the first night which was was horrible um (laughs) yeah i was like oh my god and i remember i hit this one note and it was so off and everybody's head in the studio turned to look at me and it's like a glass panel in front and i was like you've just blown this and i was like but it's fine do you know what i mean we've blown it it's fine i'm here now do you know what i mean so i went back in swinging the next day i was ready to go so now, all right, so now, especially with you getting those two records on there, so yeah. now everything starts to catapult for you. I'm sure you go on tour. 
Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did like a European tour. Bear in mind, I had 24 hours notice of that. So, um, and, and I never... This is the life. You don't think that's amazing because I'd be ready to go like 24 hours. See, you're a female. I'm Waffles like, But I'd just be ready to go. I'd just get like maybe a bag, two pairs of jeans and stuff and I'd be ready to go. Not for you. So, I don't even know how to do my own makeup because I went to an all-girls school for right. like 18 years of my life. So, I only started wearing makeup like three years ago. So I have to call my friend who's a makeup artist. She has to write instructions down for me. She goes out, I'll never forget this. She went out and oh bought me goodness. all the stuff and <laughs> taught me, literally taught me how to do it so I could do my own makeup on that tour. Wow. Yeah. So you don't even know if you was really looking good. You was just trying to figure I out. I look like trash, <laughs> which is why I never, I can't even watch those videos back. <laughs> I can't watch them back. It's just horrible. And I'll tell you this as well. Nobody told me when you go on stage, you have to have a mic pack on, right? Right. So of course I show up in a dress. Well, where the hell are you supposed to attach the mic pack to? <laughs> so this is interesting yeah it was do you know what my friend the other day was saying to me like you didn't jump off the diving board like you were pushed off and it's so true like you know <laughs> it was a car crash but I, I knew I knew it was like an ascending car crash so right. I was like you know so now alright so now at this point now you start to understand you start to understand the music industry and it's like before you even get into projects it's like everybody you're like highly sought after like you're starting right. to get all these features like how does that happen for you like nah low god it's everybody gonna it's like everybody that's really really moving around it's like grabbing you like hey you want to do a song hey you want to do a song how does that happen or is it more so like you kind of feel like it's a fit because even on um the record uh when was it a uh, problem child like yeah. that was so far it, it it almost lost me when nar came on and started rapping i was like wait a minute wait 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 wait. yeah where was all this going like how did like how does the process work for you as an artist like doing those features with those people well you know i've got like a little list of people who i over the years have been like you know i really would love to work with this person and you know once i write it down it normally just materializes in some way. Write it down um, and make it plain. Yeah, no, definitely. But I think moving to Atlanta for me um, was really, that enabled me to work with these people mm -hmm. because I had just come off the back of one of the biggest albums of that year. Mm -hmm. And so because I had that co-sign from Thug and that was the first music I'd ever made, really, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane, say that aloud is insane. But it just... I started to, I did, I really, you know, I'm a, like a little hustler. Like I really, I'll hit people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'll go to their session and be around them for a while and see how they work. Because sometimes what happens is as well, I end up really becoming good friends with them. Right. So sometimes you don't want to insert yourself into something right. when you have a genuine relationship with them. But normally it ends up working out that we get to have both. Like we become <laughs> friends and we also like do right. records together. So what's your, what's your favorite song that you've, that you've featured on so far? Like. That you, um, you created it as a feature, you think? Well, excluding the Thugger Girls ones, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I got that record with Nav, mm -hmm. you know, I was a Nav fan. With collages? Yeah, yeah. That was I was just listening to that too. That one's that one's hard. Yeah, I need to check that out. And, and I was not with Nav. I've never met him, but I embarrassingly, like I just told you, when that record <laughs> came out, I tagged him in the story, and I saw that I'd like like messaged him in like 2017, like oh, I'd love to work with you, you know. So so it happened, you know. I don't, and I never met him or anything like that. But I think 
the biggest like I can't believe this is happening again mm-hmm. was doing that soundtrack with Twenty One Savage and wow. Slaughter Gang like Spiral right yeah mm-hmm. that was like I couldn't believe it was really happening you know so now what's so now what's the goal for you because now you do have a single that you're pushing right now. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I just put a single out um, with Keed and Rilo um, mm-hmm. called Jealousy. It's produced by Quay Global, you know, does a lot of little baby records. And he, that was my first session in the US, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's taken a while for that song to come out. But um, yeah, the record is all three of us. Um, yeah, that was that was that was a good that was a good collab. And it came about really um, organically. Like I was hanging out with Keed a lot. Mm-hmm. the summer before the pandemic and I went over there with that record and Rilo was there and mm-hmm. he was like oh this is Rilo you should get him on it as well and so right. <laughs> all, all, both of them like, it was all three of us on there which I don't think you really see that too often like a female with, with two right two um, male rappers I thought Problem Child was gonna be I thought I just felt like that was gonna be the crossover record like the, mm-hmm. the like the top 40 record that would just do something like so different because I was like when I heard it, because I put it on my mixtape project, obviously. Thank you for doing yes. that as well. Uh, for you. Waffles Weekend. And it was like when I was playing it for the people on live, it just blew everybody away. Because it was so different from everything that I was playing. And it was just like, everybody was just like, oh my God, that sounds good. I was sounds really good. nervous. Because, yeah. you know, that's, that's my first single. So I'm in there, I'm like on my couch, and I'm like, oh, God, when it starts playing, I'm like, because I sometimes think, are people not going to be able to understand what I'm saying? Like, I just never know. Your, your brain creates all these things that aren't real, you know, when you put your own music out. So, so for you people out there, I was actually trying to track her down for a long time. And then I finally got the chance to get her. I was like, yes. So tell me the process. Like, where were you at at that point when I was trying to contact you before to get to get you? Because not, like right now you're like super like bubbling right now. Thank like, you. Like where like where was you then when I when I first um, checked you out? Um, I was um, at that time. I remember because Meezy, um, who manages Twenty One Savage, mm-hmm. and I were talking a lot and I was flying out, like I flew out to LA to meet Savage and that was how I ended up being fortunate enough to do the soundtrack with them. But mm-hmm. when you reached out, I was in the phases of like, oh, so anyone, like Slaughter Gang are kind of, like I'm working with Kid Hazel. Like, right. you know, like I was kind of seeing what was up over there. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that, yeah, when you had reached out the first time. And now look at her. She's blown up in her first interview is with Waffles. So listen, in the UK, do they eat waffles down there? Um, yeah, but interestingly enough, the waffles that I grew up with were like potato waffles. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Explain. Um, it's like a hash brown, but it's like shaped in the shape of a waffle. Mm. Yeah, but now everything's becoming more Americanized. Because I was so. about to, I was about to say something like really slow, but I just don't know. Because I'm oh. like, where's Belgium at? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Belgium. Yeah, exactly. So, in the UK. All right, yeah, listen, yeah. This, 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 yeah. This, is, this is a great conversation. It would be like, yeah, you'd have either like potato waffles, which you probably got in, your mum's probably got them in the freezer. Right. Or you'd go out maybe somewhere and they would have Belgian waffles on the menu. Do you like Belgian waffles? Yeah, of course. I love okay. all waffles. Okay, so that, see, don't worry. We have, we'll bring you back. We'll bring you back for waffles because <laughs> I'm, I'm cooking waffles for like everybody in the United States right now. I got to just go global now. All right. So tell me, um, so now, since you got the single out, mm-hmm. you are you gearing up to put a project out? Yes, so, I am. Oh, my of, God. Is it hard? Um, you said what? Is it hard to put out? 
Like uh, records? What do you mean? Like putting together the whole process. Oh, of the God, program. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant it's music hard. I was like, <laughs> Christ, I hope so. It's, t- it's only taken three years. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is hard because um, I... Kate, Chris, my manager that's outside, mm. I was like, listen, I was like, I had this Barbie. I'm not even joking. I had this Barbie, and mm. my dad remembers it And when I was a child, and it's like a Western cowgirl doll, right. Barbie. Right. It's cowgirl right. Barbie. And I was like, I would love to do a record that's like in the theme of Western Barbie. Right. And so I start working with like Lex Luger, Kid yeah, Hazel. He's, yeah, Lex yeah. Is good. yeah, he's phenomenal, and Kid Hazel as well. And they really gave me the sound. Like, they had sent me these beats. Kid Hazel sent the first one to me. It was called Kill Bill. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a bit of me. So I click on it <laughs> and I just hear the sword going and it's like westerny vibe. And then I said to Lex, I was like, do you have any like cowgirl sounding beats? And right. so he sent me one. So that's on that. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. yeah. So any features that we should probably know about? Yeah, I just added a last minute addition. So I don't know if you know Tia Kareen. She's a really hard female rapper. She's, I'm going to check out. Yeah, too. she's from North Carolina. But um, I had never worked with a female rapper before, like embarrassingly. I, I don't know why. It's, <laughs> it's just, still the beginning. Yeah, it's not on purpose at all. But <laughs> So she reached out to me and I was like, oh, she's she's like phenomenal. Like her visuals, everything. And um, so she messaged me and bear in mind, I've only ever worked with guys. Right. And she's like, Hey, Millie, um, would you like me to bring beats to the studio? And I'm like, oh, my God, like, so organized. And she's like, she's like, what kind of beats do you want? And I was like, cowgirl. Right. Like, if you so were... you're still sticking with this, like, this is Yeah, the and thing. she was like, well, what the hell does that mean? And I was like, if you and I were going to go around, like, robbing a bank, that kind of beat. And she okay. came through and she played me this one beat and it was perfect. And I said to Chris, because I was like, I don't want to add anything else. You know, I was like, I'm done. And then we did that. And I was like, damn, I was like, I'm going to add that on there. So she's on there. So what do you want the people like to actually get from your music? Because, you know, you guys are actually, you guys are artists. So what picture are you trying to paint for your people to actually buy into when it comes to like the music wise? Like, what do you, like what's the story of you? The story of my music is really, um, you know, it's very, I like to do a lot of my work on like, you know, it's thematic, like how I just told you about the Barbie. It's obviously not really about the Barbie, but <laughs> you know, there was something in that about a woman taking control of her surroundings and being able to like get it out of the mud by herself. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. been like a, it's been a grind for me to like get to this point now. Um, and I think the message of the music is like, we can do it. We can do it ourselves. Like women can do it themselves. You know, not saying we don't love working with all these amazing rappers. We're not saying that. But, oh, right. You know, right. <laughs> we're not saying that. But we're saying like you know the project is very much. If I was, you know, it's like for girls that ride around with their guy in the car and, you know, okay, they're observing the lifestyle and they want to be a part of it. So what's like a studio session for you? Like, um, so now that we know that guys, <laughs> there's a lot of lazy guy rappers out there. No, they're not lazy at all. They literally, <laughs> I've learned everything I know from them. Literally. Are guys late or lazy? Um, they're late. <laughs> they're, they are late. But do you know what? Um, <laughs> you forget how you were like, oh man, this man's like four hours late. And then they come in and they're like, it's just like. This Instantly gets done and you like. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, never mind. You know? Um <laughs> Yeah, my sessions are very, if it's just me by myself, like me and my engineer, John, Mm -hmm. um, I'll just have a pack of beats, me by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I have like this Disney princess mug that's at my studio. They leave that out for me. <laughs> I have a coffee, you know, like it's just very chill. Um, but then if I go to somebody else's, I mean. It is. What's, what's the craziest session that you've ever had? And you was like, oh my goodness, like this is a lot. Um, I'll get the job done that you walk into a session. A few like, sessions with Keed have been like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where I've been like, oh, this is a lot going on when I've walked in. Do you know what I mean? But actually, everybody around Keed, you know, they right. became my friends and they right. feel like my family now when I go around them. Um, but definitely the, the craziest I've ever seen was that first day I got off the plane came straight to Silent Sounds. They were recording relationships. I'd never seen anything like that. There must have been like 20 to 25 people in there. In the, in one studio room? Yeah. Jeez, Louise. I guess it's the energy, maybe. Yeah. I guess, guess you catch the energy from the people in the room, possibly, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was rough. I was like, oh, my God. And I just, you know, I'm not somebody that really, I'm not naturally somebody that, will take control of a room mm-hmm. in the especially because you're the only girl so i would just sit in the back <laughs> and just you know like wait for my turn you know right okay so before we get out of here uh, everybody know how they can follow you on social media how they can keep up with all your music and how they can get ready for the next project that you're gonna be dropping so easily enough um i'm just millie i'm just millie go lightly on everything uh twitter instagram youtube i'm just millie go lightly everywhere Make sure y'all stay locked. Yes, once again, I'm going to have to say this. This is her first interview ever in her entire life. And it was with DJ <laughs> Waffles. Make sure y'all stay locked. Hey, bye.